Hey everyone, this is Marissa Phillips from Y'all Heard, and um, hey everybody, rate us on iTunes, five stars is a charm, and why not leave us a voicemail, 570-POD-1, doesn't matter what you say in your voicemail, we promise we'll appreciate it, we don't get many, thank you. And me, Pete Phillips, remind you that we're not related because secretly, <laughs> because secretly we hate each other and we just do this podcast for you. We don't really like speaking to each other at all. I don't even know who he is. Anyway, in other words, we don't, I forgot, we tell you, <laughs> in other words, what, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know, we needed to know. <laughs> I I'm sorry, guys. I was trying to play with dress-up dolls while talking. I'm done now. Just out of spite, by the way. Yes. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. We knew you needed to know them. <laughs> Pete, how's your week? Uh, it's going okay. I don't know if you saw my recent story post on Instagram, but nope. I married two worlds. I like doing puzzles, and I like ducks, and I found a duck puzzle. Ooh. So I've been piecing that together uh, over the course of the past few days. Is that um, symbolic of something in your life? No. Sounds fun. I go to work, I go to the gym, and then I come home, and I have a drink while I work on a puzzle. He means and, booze. And then I relax a little bit, and then, yeah, continue my evening. Sounds nice. It is. Sometimes. What if you'd ask me back? <laughs> so, Marissa, like, uh, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> Thanks. Today, oh, it was like my dream. Someone turns to me, who I work with, and they go, I was on Instagram the other day on this account I follow, Noodle Worship. <laughs> and that's not even the part that's my dream. And she was like, I don't know if you have the answer, but I saw this thing with, like, these Korean people with really large bowls of noodles eating, just eating so many noodles. What? Is that a thing? And I was like, yes, it's mukbang. Yes, of course it's a thing. all about mukbang. I can tell you all about it. And I was like, they eat, and people watch it, and they eat a bunch of stuff. And then, like, I went on, and I was talking about mukbang to her, and then some, and then it went to... ASMR mukbang, which is when you eat and then you have the microphones people can hear you eating. And then from there, I told her all about people who eat ice on Instagram. And from there, I told her about slime ASMR. She didn't even know what ASMR was. I got to tell her about mukbang. I got to tell her about ASMR. And I got to tell her about ice eating. It was like my dream. I had a similar incident happen to me at work in terms of things that you talk about on the podcast. And then somebody just happening to ask you a question about it. And then you accidentally (laughs) reveal that you know way too much on the topic. (laughs) Because my coworker got a DM on Instagram. And it was like uh, like a pickup line. And she was like, isn't that a cool pickup line? And I'm like, I don't think 
Now, this is just me being like just shitting on somebody's day. I was like, I don't think it's a real pickup line. I think it's a bot. And they were like, what do you mean a bot? And I was Aww. like, a robot. <laughs> and Aww. she was like, what do you mean a robot? What do you mean? Like, there's a robot that's writing back to me? And I'm like, there's software programmed to interact with human beings. And it sends out, like, sort of feelers. And then if you engage in the conversation, you know, it starts to. And then, you know, if there's a variety of reasons, somebody could be doing it. What do you mean? And so I went into detail and I was like, I guess, like, I would guess, like, 20% of Instagram is not real people. It's just bots. And, uh, And this person likes following animal accounts and stuff like that. So she gets hit by all the hashtags that everybody uses. And then she was like, wow, that's crazy. I've never heard of that before. Boy, the world is crazy, isn't it? I mean, I've heard of the dark web. And I'm like, what have you heard of the dark web? <laughs> and then I went down that, that path as well. And she had was- very uh, very obvious questions where she was like, I just don't understand. If people are selling drugs on the dark web and the government knows that the dark web, is, web exists, why don't they shut down the dark web? Because <laughs> the dark web is bigger than a song. Right. I ended up talking for way too long about the dark web up to the point where she was 100% under the impression that I had been on the dark web, but I had also kept repeatedly saying, yeah, if there wasn't pedophiles on there. <laughs> Fine, I won't start another... I almost Pro-dark web. <laughs> another, yeah, pro-dark web rant. If someone out there didn't listen to our dark web episode, let's let it know that the dark web is not just a den of pedophiles. It's a part of the internet that you need a special browser to access. And it's filled with illegal activity, but also, like, a wonderful world of just mysterious nonsense. And it's also filled with dark things, like recipes of how to cook women. But again, it's also filled with just wonderful nonsense. So it's a mix, like our world. Icebreaker. Icebreaker time! (laughs) Yeah. I have once again referred back to our list of icebreaker questions because Marissa's really good at coming up with icebreaker questions, and I am not. Also, what the hell's going on with your computer over there? I'm sorry. I've I have to edit all this shit out. I'm sorry. Uh, Marissa, if you were going to sail around the world, what would be the name of your boat? SF Parnassus <laughs> and Friends. I like and friends. Yeah. Mine's going to be the SS Rump Shaker, and now we get to move on to our topic. (laughs) Yours just sounds like you have a bunch of rappers on it. Yeah, and won't everyone be disappointed when they just find me there? (laughs) Mine sounds like I just have a bunch of... Animals. Yours sounds like like uh, the... (laughs) the Stuffed animals that came alive. 2018 Noah's Ark. (laughs) Like a bunch of Paddington Bear-esque animals. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Paddington's real hot these days. I've heard that Paddington 2 is like really good. Yeah, I get I Entertainment Magazine for some reason, and that was one of the top ten movies of the year. And I was like, I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. Listen, I can't tell you how I stumbled upon this practice. I just know that I did. I enough think I that, like it. I'm afraid. Enough that like, I'm browsing around. Some of you listeners may be familiar with the application called Pocket. Uh, where if you see some website that you like, you hit the add to my pocket button and then you come back to it later. So there was a period of time uh, when I was doing the solo episode uh, a few, I don't know, many weeks ago, where I just kind of like tried to jump into as much as possible. And then I just added a bunch of things to my pocket and then I came back to it later when I was looking for ideas for this week. And one of them was 
uh, this strange practice that I'm going to talk about that reminded me <laughs> of my pal Marissa, who, when we lived near each other, would often go into fits of prolonged laughter, sometimes for very small and sometimes for absolutely no reason at all. <laughs> yeah. And it would I become know. infectious. The reason in my mind that it became infectious is because I ask you, listener, and maybe you, Marissa, um, have you ever watched someone laugh and not laughed with them? Uh, I don't know. If, if so, it's probably to make a point. Right. It's kind of like a crazy thing to do yeah. to not laugh with somebody who's laughing. Like a sociopath. I, right. You seem yeah. like a crazy person. Um, like, what else? If I was laughing and you were looking at me and not laughing with me, I would stop laughing. It would be uncomfortable for me. But part of me later would be like, wonder what was going on in Marissa's mind that she wasn't laughing with me. <laughs> like, yeah. is there some worry that she's... I'm, I don't know. Unless, of course, you told somebody a vulnerable story and now they are straight up laughing at you. <laughs> that is also a little different. But you would feel emotion. You wouldn't just sit there with a blank face, right? Because yeah. you're not crazy. Have you ever felt curious? Like, what's so funny? So you sit there studying a person <laughs> as they're laughing. But eventually, your brain is just going to go... Who cares why they're laughing? It looks like fun. Let's laugh with them. Yeah, or, I guess so. Or you're laughing because someone is laughing and that in and of itself is funny? I don't know. Now I'm getting too existential. The thing I'm here yeah. to talk about today, and by the way, I work with a couple of people that make off-color offensive jokes. And sometimes they laugh and I sit there and stare at them because I want them to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like to make a point, as you said. But other than that, yeah, I feel like... If somebody's nice and they're making a joke and it's not funny, I still got to laugh with them because I'm not, I'm not a psycho. I'm not a sociopath. What I want to talk about today is laughter yoga. And laughter oh, yoga no. is actually built on this principle. What you do is you start laughing for no reason at all. It was developed in 1995 by a man whose name I can't say, so I didn't even bother to write it down. Laughter yoga bridges... Gelotology, the study of laughter. Jello? G E L O T O L O G Y, yes. Okay. <laughs> and the spirituality of yoga as a meditative practice. Marissa, when I say yoga, what do you think? You know, downward dogs. Right. Now, I wanted to clarify. Yoga is defined as a group of physical, mental, and spiritual practices with a variety of schools, goals, and practices from Eastern religions and traditions. That's very vague. Yeah, exactly. You can do yoga without ever needing to, like, put on some, some Lululemon Lulu, <laughs> leggings. Lululemon. <laughs> I didn't know how many Lus there were. Um, though, a joke that I wrote in here is that you should probably wear pants. I'll edit that out. Uh, you can do breathing yoga for relaxation, for example. Uh, going back to the last episode, Marissa and I talked about our master's experience. Well, there's somebody who worked at my gym, still goes to my gym. She uh, went through the same program that Marissa and I went through. She teaches yoga as well. And one of the things that she's trying to do more of is breathing yoga. Because if you're tubby like me, you can still go to breathing yoga. But there was this other time when I was at the gym where a different person said that I should go to her yoga class, guessing like a mid-50s mother of, of five. <laughs> she goes, you should come to my yoga class. 
And I was like, I don't really know uh, because I'm not comfortable in my own body. I didn't say that to her, but that's really the honest reason. And she goes, all we do is just lay there. You just lay there and breathe. We don't do anything stressful. Okay. And I mostly do a lot of stress laying. I don't really lay down and relax. I usually lay down and let my mind race about worries and wonders and all that sort of stuff. So maybe it would have been a good practice for me. I didn't do it. And I feel bad every time I see the woman because I was like, yeah, I'll think about that. And I legitimately did think about it and I decided not to go. (laughs) But every time I see her, I think she's like, this guy's an asshole. (laughs) He said he was going to go and he never went. Or she doesn't think about me at all, like everybody else in the world, right? Oh, stop we're, it. We're not, we don't have to be so self-absorbed because other people are probably not thinking uh, about us as much as we might think they are. That was a good thing. It wasn't a bad thing. Your video is still frozen, so I can't see your face. Okay, <laughs> the, good. The curious part of laughter yoga is this. The core belief, as I mentioned, that you laugh for no reason. Even if you're sad or hurting... Your brain doesn't care why you're laughing. You're laughing, and it begins releasing good vibes, which I put into parentheses, endorphins, question mark. (laughs) But it begins with stretches and breathing Uh, exercises. uh, The reason that you do the stretching and the breathing, Marissa, you'll understand the reason that you do the stretching and the breathing exercises is because you're preparing your body for long-term laughter. Oh, shut up. And then you start laughing (laughs) everybody is supposed to be playful and open during this too nobody's calling you out that you have a dumb laugh or anything like that right i guess i could do it longer i could do one worse for you marissa there is a video on youtube that you might be able to find it is called laughter yoga dash funniest video ever and in it this happens Yes. No. Very good. Very good. Yay! Yes. Rebecca. I was diagnosed with MS 19 years ago. Yeah, I want to be there. That video really makes it feel like people are laughing at you. Yes. But... The idea, again, is that they're going through this practice of sort of exercising these heavy demons from themselves, being diagnosed with breast cancer, being diagnosed with MS, and just trying to sort of like, I'm not going to say laugh out the disease, but sort of like laugh out the emotion and the heavy baggage that you feel because of it. I went from hating it to liking it just by listening to that. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm that impressionable. (laughs) Next, I'm going to tell you about the science. There's a study at Oxford University that found that people's pain thresholds were higher after laughter yoga compared to those who did not partake. And they concluded that this was because of laughter, not the mood. Okay? So again, you could be sad, participate in laughter yoga, and still be sad at the end. But the laughter triggered the release of certain chemicals in your body that you don't physically hurt as bad anymore. So there are a lot of... um, senior citizens and and communities uh, along those lines that try to employ laughter yoga as a help of uh, a form of help it is temporary relief from your crushing so if somebody's torturing you and you start laughing hysterically will it stop hurting as much theoretically yeah 
there are therapeutic benefits as well, which just seems kind of obvious to me. Uh, it's supposed to have some decent social effects as well. Like you're in a group of people and you are doing something that kind of is a vulnerable act, that being laughing. Um, and you're opening yourself up and displaying your emotions in front of others. And so some people do this kind of thing as like a team building exercise. I work with people who, like I said before, laugh at things that make me very uncomfortable. Sometimes I don't laugh with them, which I want to be perceived as a hostile act Yeah, yeah. by them. But if you laugh with a group of people for long enough, then you kind of associate with those people with the high that you get from laughing. And so, again, you could have a, a bigger, better uh, team or community uh, when you do that sort of thing. Marissa, question for you. How long do you think that you should partake in a laughter yoga experience? Like, what do you think the average length of time people laugh is? Half hour. You were close. 20 minutes. A little less. Yeah. Are there any more? I feel like it would... There's a fine line between prolonged laughter and madness. Right, because every single time I watch one of these videos, I am reminded of a chemical attack by the Joker in Batman the Animated Series yeah. where someone just laughs and tears roll down their face because they're really, like, scared and, and yeah, sort of the, just displaying the inaccurate emotion. Now, I got to be honest, Marissa, you would be great for this, and I got to tell you, listeners, if we can raise enough Patreon money, we can send Marissa to train to be a teacher five days in Laguna Beach, and it's $1,200 plus meals. <laughs> you got to pay for your own meals, Marissa. But this would be at the Laughter Yoga Institute. Ooh. Can't do better than that. I mean, you could do better than that, but it's in India. Okay. Their website, the Laughter uh, Yoga Institute, has so much information, including this list of benefits. Laughter yoga enhances the immune system. What? Relieves stress. Okay, I'll buy that. Reduces yeah. blood pressure. Reduces pain. Increases endorphins. The body's natural painkiller. Mm. Uh, improves yeah. lung capacity and oxygen levels. Provides a massage for internal organs, which is clearly my favorite idea. <laughs> is contagious, like yawning, and may prevent uh, heart disease. Pete, to the best of your memory, what some, what's something you could remember that made you laugh like an, in, an inordinately long amount of time? Like, What's the last thing you could remember that made you laugh like longer than natural? I can't remember. I'm dead Cause, inside. Because it happens so often or because it never happens? Um, I don't have a good memory. Like, if I needed to remember something like that, I would probably call you yeah. and say, what was the thing that we did that made me laugh that hard? So I can't remember anything off the top of my head. I do remember laughing a lot when we went to see Blake Wexler. And part of that was the situation itself and him as well. And oh. there was, like, a couple yeah. of jokes that he made where I think you and I sort of laughed a little bit longer than we should have. And it would have looked ingenuine if, if you know, we weren't surrounded by other people he might have thought that we were being sarcastic or something yeah yeah but yeah it's um it's hard for me to pick it out really but uh yeah i like a good laugh yeah i'm just i guess I'm who doesn't now some people call laughter yoga internal jogging because of these health benefits and other people call it a farce <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you are on a tight budget, I just wanted to let you know if you're somebody who's listening to this podcast and going, this sounds like a fun career path for me. 
you can go to the Laughter University online and get a certificate as a teacher for just $99 a year. Uh, you can also use Laughter Yoga. You have to pay Yoga. every year to renew it? it? I believe they see it as a sort of like belonging to a professional organization type of thing. Okay. So you get a certificate and you get uh, you actually get a lot of perks out of joining it. Uh, all perks related to Laughter Yoga, but perks nonetheless. Like give me a perk. You get constant access to new videos and uh, an ongoing list of exercises that you might want to implement in your classes, that sort of uh. stuff. You can also use Laughter Yoga USA, which provides <laughs> Laughter Yoga conference calls for those who are too busy to go to a Laughter Yoga class. That sounds insane. It does. Now, if standing in place for 20 minutes and staring at each other while laughing sounds uncomfortable, I would say... To me, it probably is. Yeah. Um, laughter yoga does employ exercises, and this is another place where I was like, yeah, this is absolutely perfect for Marissa. Uh, one of the exercises is speaking in gibberish. Um, you could also just like move about in silly ways. So I'm thinking between uh, our proclivity to call out misheard words <laughs> from each other and our deep down secret love of praiseware, you could definitely yes! make this work as a career. <laughs> I think we should. Oh my gosh. There is an exercise that if you look it up, you can watch a video of this on YouTube. And it is explained by the most famous laughter yoga practitioner, the guy whose name I didn't write down. Okay. Uh, but the exercise is called gibberish chaos, in which... Uh, People just stand around speaking gibberish casually to mm -hmm. each other uh, to set the scene. You like like The Sims. You don't play The Sims, but anyone who plays The Sims, yeah, just like that. But two individuals begin to argue, but they are also speaking in gibberish. So they are using, you know, like tones and, and shouting at each other, raising volume and body language, all that sort of stuff. That escalates into threats of violence. <laughs> And then the other people who are standing around casually get involved. And basically the idea is they sort of take sides and they try to split these two people up and get them to stop arguing. But then it turns into, uh, I'm sorry, I kind of got that backwards. Then it turns into people taking sides. Like I'm on the side of this person who's gibbering. I'm on the side of this person who's gibbering. Then the two people who are arguing make up and it's all over. So to me, it sounds like emotional manipulation. But if you watch the video... I don't know. It's really difficult because people are portraying their emotions. And some people look like they're legitimately going to start crying. And some people look like they're trying to actually break these people up from a fight. People who have never broken someone up from a fight before, by the way, because one person like just sticks their ass in the other person's face. <laughs> like, it's very odd. Um, I definitely encourage you to look for that video. And Why again, is that if I remember, yoga? It's a warm-up exercise. Um, because it gets people facing their emotions and displaying their emotions without using words. But and do so they choose who's going to fight ahead of time? Uh, it seems like it, yeah. Okay. That's weird. In the video, it was obviously staged that these two particular people were going to fight. Yeah. I like it, though. Uh, to me, it looked staggering and emotionally draining, uh, people's reactions explore a range of emotions some people egg the arguers on some people try to stop them what have you when they i'd make love up at the, to be there when they make up at the end it's so abrupt that it looks like 
you're actually like straight up looks like you're being manipulated into feeling a certain way that you don't necessarily have to feel. Um, so I encourage everybody to check that out. But yeah, I that's what I got about laughter yoga. It that's sounds, weird. I like it. Yeah, and for all the different yoga exercises and, and classes that they've had at my particular gym, I've never seen this one come through. The weird part being that Sam, the person who I was talking about before, who is a yoga teacher and does the relaxation yoga, she's like the most delightful woman in the world and she laughs all the time. I think she'd be great at this and it would be a little less crazy because she's a very nice person. But um, yeah. Huh. yeah, I know you don't have a lot of time on your hands, Marissa, but I think this would be a good uh, maybe next journey for you uh, <laughs> when you are finished eating and billboards. Of camera? Oh, because <laughs> that's my next venture, guys. But yeah, okay. Yeah. I like knowing that there are people doing weirder things than I am out there. Yeah, and it seems like something that doesn't really seem very popular, and I don't know why. Pete, what? (laughs) Step back. Considering all the other things that people find helpful and things that catch on, I am surprised that this is not caught on, because it does look kind of fun in certain cases. But like I said, it originated in only in 1995, and so it has only been around for, what, 20-some years now, uh, which is young compared to kombucha, you know? <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like it's people, like, using laughter, but also just, like, I don't know, being in tune with their, like, silliness side, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I'd pay class fees to just go to a class where people dance to music, but, like, how they meant it, not like a club dance. Yeah. Like if people like dance, how they dance alone. I if I would pay for that. I would pay to just be able to be like a real person in the room with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you knew what that meant. That was a very weird statement. I can't say that the listeners do, but I do. <laughs> okay, thank you that you do. <laughs> so speaking of laughter, there are points in my life where I always have something that if I'm not thinking of anything, sometimes my mind will go there and I'll laugh. And usually I have something that lasts for a couple of years. However, it's always something really inane that like isn't funny yes. to anybody else at all. For at least like a good season now. For like, no, yeah, since I was like 18. I was with my friend at um, a drive through Wendy's and we pull up to the window and nobody said anything. And my boyfriend said, what? And nobody said anything. And for some reason, him saying what to the to nobody made me laugh so hard. And I cried and I cried and I laughed for like five real minutes. And I'm 32. Marissa's is a real good laugher. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I still think about it. And the other day, I feel bad. But we went to get gelato. And they had vanilla. Bur- <laughs> <laughs> they had vanilla bourbon, and he asked for bourbon, and all oh, I laughed and I laughed at him in his face in the place. I said, "Why did you? Did you just say bourbon?" And he just. <laughs> and my poor boyfriend doesn't know how to pronounce bourbon. And it's so funny to me. And sometimes when I'm not thinking of anything, I just think of him saying a Borman. And it's so <laughs> funny. So my point is, I can laugh at anything. It just depends on the time of day. So, yeah. So check it out, guys. See if you're interested in laughter, yoga. Maybe, uh, again, start a class nearby. 
Or if you ask me to start one, I'll give you one-on-one classes. Yeah, we could do... Guys, we could do that for an episode if you want. We could do a Patreon-only episode that none of you will be able to listen to because none of you have donated to us. Yeah. But what we could do is we could do a group call on Skype where everybody just participates in laughter yoga. And I'll be the leader. Plugs. You got anything to plug this week, Marissa? Or this episode, I guess I should say? I felt like I did, but I forgot. Oh, guys, if you heard my uh, earlier episode where I said how I was afraid to plug my PlayStation in because of roaches, Uh I just want to let you know, told that to my brother and my father, and they went, yeah, hook that up in your boyfriend's house. So (laughs) they understood, just Pete doesn't. I posted a link to articles about that. Uh, also you. in the show notes, so that you looked just a little less crazy. <laughs> if you think I should hook it up in my boy, hook it up in my boyfriend's house, give us a call at one eight hundred podwad one. If you think I should hook it up in my own house and risk roaches coming from other parts of the building that I've never seen before, <laughs> don't call. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, everybody, call five seven zero podwad one. If you think that she should plug it in at her boyfriend's house. Press one. If you think she should keep it around, press two, and nothing will happen. Then you can hang up. My my family. Support. I would like to remind you, it is not one eight hundred podwad one. It's not. It is five seven zero podwad one. Uh, I just keep making Patreon money promises. If we get enough money from Patreon, maybe we'll get an eight hundred number. If anyone gives us anything on Patreon, you can request whatever you want that isn't illegal or sexual. I guess I don't really have any anything fun to plug either but go listen to old episodes of this podcast that's what we would both like to plug thank you very much for listening go home (laughs) i am home yeah you wish (laughs) bye bye (laughs) where is home in your heart